Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. It is an exciting day today, so glad to be back with you on our Victory Church weekly podcast. Pastor Mitch Horton here. Let me encourage you again. Uh, I would love to hear any comments you have about the podcast or even subjects uh, or questions you may have about any subject. I would love to address questions on the podcasts as well about any subject that relates to you, the Bible, and your relationship with God. So you can uh, email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com and I would love to hear from you and uh, i uh, love to an- answer any questions you may have. I think that would be a great thing. Today, I want to start a, a brand new topic, and I this has been on my heart for some time. Uh, I've been doing these podcasts since, I think, October of 2020, and I think the second subject I began, uh, I usually do a series, a, a, a series uh, that means a number of podcasts on a particular subject, and Back in, I think, November of 2020, I began a series on the subject of divine healing. And I'm going to start that uh, uh, thing again, that series again today, because I just feel in my heart that we need to know about healing and know that it is the will of God. There is so much uh, negative information about all of the areas of life out today that, you know, we need to put our faith and confidence in God and in His Word in every area of life, including our physical body. And, you know, let me say that, um, you know, I was raised in in church and and never heard one message relating the fact that it was the perfect will of God for me to be well. In fact, we prayed for the sick with the faith-destroying phrase, Lord, if it be your will. When you put an if in your prayer, you're opening up the possibility that it may or may not be the will of God. And so that's the way I was raised. And so it was um, a big surprise to me when I came to Jesus and found out that uh, that the salvation package that Jesus purchased for us on the cross of Calvary also included healing of sickness and disease. And let me go a step further and say the first part of my life, I... And I may share this again, but I I was afraid that I was going to die for a number of reasons. And I was afraid that I would get sick and die. So when I came to Jesus just before my 18th birthday and found out that when Jesus saved me, he also made it possible for me to be healed and well and and walk in health lifelong. Boy, I grabbed that like a bulldog grabs a bone and said, I want that in my life. And I've been pursuing God uh, for health and wholeness all of these years, and I've been walking with Jesus about 46 and a half years now, be 47 years in September. And uh, by and large, I've walked in divine health, and that's been a real blessing. Uh, but it's something I have personally pursued, and it's something that I work on. So let me say this. If you want God, you want to do anything you want to do, not take any time, and not devote any energy to staying healthy, you're going to be very, very challenged. So for me, you know, uh, I run the gamut. First of all, I get in the Word, and we'll talk about that today. I keep my faith built up in the area of divine healing. <clears throat> I keep my thoughts positive, and I don't allow 
thoughts of sickness and disease about me enter my mind. I don't let them stay there if they come. If I have any symptoms in my body, I deal with them immediately and directly, and I go to the Word of God. Now, that's something that I do because I want to walk in health. So let me, uh, let me start out by saying that if we expect that we're going to walk in, in the health that Jesus purchased for us and do nothing, you're probably going to get nothing because this is going to cost you something. In fact, salvation is free. But any, any closer you get to Jesus is going to cost you something. Any de spiritual development is going to cost. It's going to cost some time. It's going to cost some discipline. Uh, it's going to cost some discomfort. But, you know, uh, the rewards far outweigh the time that you put into it. So I've put time in walking in health all of my life. And uh, I'll just take some time to talk about this now, and I'll talk about it later as well. But, you know, I think about staying healthy a lot. I, that means I watch how much I eat of what I eat. It means, it means, that, um, it means that I try to eat healthy. I, I take vitamins, and I, do, I ingest all kinds of things that I know are good for us. I understand that our soils are depleted because we don't practice biblical methods of farming. And so... Because the soil is depleted, then the foods that you eat don't have the nutritional value they once had. So I take vitamins and, you know, eat a variety of different kinds of things, and that's important. Um, and, uh, and then I, I make sure I get plenty of rest, and then I exercise, and I've been exercising lifelong. So, you know, again, I'm just saying I'm paying a price. The, the goal I have is I want to be healthy, and, and the foundation for that is Jesus secured my salvation and my freedom from sickness when he went to the cross. And I, you know, I want it, I want God's best. So Jesus secured salvation for me. So I want my mind to be free. I want my emotions to be free. I want my will to be free to obey and serve God. Uh, I want my spiritual nature to remain free and robust. So that means I've got to spend time renewing my mind. And then with the word and with my faith and with uh, and with the Holy Spirit's power. You know, you, you begin to learn to reject and resist fears. You learn to uh, overcome habits that you have developed over years of living with your body, with your mind, with your emotion, with your words, with your relationships. And, you know, again, you have to work on that. So if we just think that when we come to Jesus, you know, you know hip, hip, hooray, hip, hip, hooray, everything's going to be wonderful. Well, that it just doesn't work out that way. You've got to put some energy into what you got. In fact, anything in life that is valuable to you, you're going to pay a price to keep it. And again, salvation's free. But every step toward God is going to cost you something. And the freedoms you have in Jesus are free. But, you know, you got to work to obtain them. So see, healing's the same way. So I just wanted to belabor that and, and make that known right up front here. So it's important, again, uh, with so much sickness, and we just come through the era of, uh, of COVID-19. I think that was a plot. I think it was a plan. I'm not even going there right now. And um, uh, I have not taken the COVID-19 uh, 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 shot, nor its booster, and don't have any plans to. And you may agree or disagree with that. That's fine with me. Uh, about the reasons I didn't, because I'm trusting God, and I'm trusting His Word. And I'm sold out to Jesus on His Word. And you know, if I thought I needed something, I would take it, but I didn't think I needed that. So anyway, we're on the other side of this thing now. And uh, But see, see, there's so much negativity about health and uh, sickness and all that. So uh, that's the reason I want to talk to you in these podcasts about healing. Romans 10, 17 reveals, so faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the Word of God. So, you know, what I take away from that is faith automatically comes, listen, on the heels of knowledge. The moment you have knowledge about something that God has promised you, the mo- the, with that knowledge comes faith for you to believe that what God has said, He will perform in your life. So again, faith automatically comes on the heels of knowledge. So what does that mean? That means that the more of the Word I know and the more of the promises of God I know and the more I know about what the Bible says about divine healing, then the, the, then, then the more faith I can develop in God for health and healing. So let me say this on the heels of that. Whatever I listen to, whatever you listen to, is what you have faith for, positive or negative. So what are you listening the most of, to the most of? Are you listening mostly to news broadcasts and podcasts about all this and that and the other? Well, what we should be listening to more than anything else is what God's Word says. And if we do that, then you know what, and, and what God's Word says about healing. So when it comes to health and healing, I find pertinent, specific scriptures and areas of the Word of God that talk about wholeness, health, and soundness physically. And I simply read about them. I listen to them. I read books about them. Why? Because faith comes. Faith automatically comes on the heels of knowledge. So I just keep it going all the time. There is a book I encourage if you don't have it. It's an older book. It's been around a long time. I had it in my library since I met Jesus in the mid-70s, 76. Christ the Healer by F.F. Bosworth. And it's a classic on divine healing. You can find that at Amazon. Uh, It's also in digital form. I have it in digital form. Completely wore my copy out that I bought hard copy back in the 70s. I wore the front and back cover off and had to tape them and they fell off again. So just saying, you know, feed on these things. I feed constantly on things concerning health and healing. And F.F. Bosworth's book, Christ the Healer, is one that I I definitely would recommend that you purchase and read and, uh, and, and put the principles to work in your life. So again, whatever we listen to is what we have faith for, positive or negative. You know what? I won't listen to a pastor that talks negative about health and healing. I won't do it. I'll turn him off. If I'm in a church service, I'd probably get up. I don't even go. I would not go to a church. Listen to this. I would not go to a church that did not teach and preach what Jesus provided us for us on the cross of Calvary and did not, did not teach and preach divine healing. I would absolutely not go. I, I wouldn't. I find another church. And, you know, I was raised in a particular denomination nom- all my life until I uh, came to the Lord um, almost for my 18th birthday. And I never heard anything on the subject of healing whatsoever. So it was brand new to me. And I determined then I left, I left the church I had gone in my, to in my childhood and found a church that preached the Word of God when I came to Jesus and got filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's been that way ever since. And I, as a pastor, I want to make sure I'm ministering the Word of God to people because faith comes by hearing and hearing by God's Word. So whatever I listen to is what I'm going to have faith for. So listen to the Word about the subject of healing. Listen, they'll never, I've said this probably thousands of times, at this juncture of life, they will never, listen, never be a time in your life that you do not need faith for healing, either for yourself or for someone else. Never be a time. So that's the reason over the last, you know, 40 and six and a half years, 
I have regularly spent time building up my faith in God's word for healing because God may call on me to pray for someone. And because I'm a pastor, obviously I'm going to do that. But you know what? You should be praying for people, laying hands on the sick and believing God for them to recover and praying for people. That's a job that all of us have. These signs will follow them that believe in my name. They'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover, March 16, 17. So again, to be, I build up my faith so that when those times come, I have faith in God, and then when my physical body is attacked and symptoms come on me, I immediately, instead of going to the medicine cabinet, nothing wrong with taking medication if you need to, instead of calling the doctor or Googling or looking online what these symptoms represent, first thing I do is go to the Word, and I command them to go in Jesus' name. I command Satan to take his hand off my body. Why do I do that? Because I've built up my faith and confidence that if I pray, God will hear me, God will answer and healing will be forthcoming. I've been doing this for decades now. And friends, I'm telling you, it's amazing how it works. It so improves the quality of life that my encouragement to you is to take some time every day, turn off the negative, turn on the positive, and get into the Word of God with respect to healing. Look, at this point, since the electronic age came upon us and we have the Internet, I've transferred all of my notes to electronic, uh, uh, my electronic gadgetry, and I have, I have reams and reams of information at my fingertips, scriptures on varying subjects at my fingertips. It's so easy now uh, that I constantly get on the Word, in the Word, on various subjects, and I've got whole lists of scriptures that I have compiled over the years. Um, on the subject of divine healing, and I grab those scriptures uh, with my t my phone or my iPad, and I and I read them uh, because I want to keep my faith built up. Acts ten thirty eight says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And so again. Jesus is still in the he's a healing business. He's still in the saving business, and he wants to minister life to you in the series of podcasts that will follow this one. Uh, I want you to see from Scripture that it's the perfect will of God to heal you from sickness and to keep you free from disease. God's highest and best is, listen, that we never get sick. So we've got a, there's a, you know, uh, Kenneth Hagin used to say this back years and years ago, back in the 1980, 81, when I attended his school, and I read his books way back then. He would say this, there's a Godward side and a manward side to every battle and every victory. And that is God has a part to play and we have a part to play. God always does his part. But see, we don't always follow through with our part, and then we don't. We wonder why things don't work at times. So again, God's already done all He can do for our salvation, for our healing. He sent Jesus to the cross. He became our sin. He was judged for our sin. He was raised from the dead, and now He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And now God is watching over His Word to make it good wherever it is believed and it is trusted. So again... What am, what what's my part? I should get in the Word, and I should I should build my faith up because faith comes when you hear words about whatever. Faith comes for healing by hearing words about healing. See, so see, God always does His part. So we get into this. You're going to clearly see from Scripture that God's best for you is health and healing. But see, you've also got to uh, going to see that 
We've got to put ourselves in position to receive the best that God has for us. See, God often gets the blame when we don't do our part to receive from Him. And we need to step up to the plate and accept responsibility, right? So again, you know, most people think that God shoulders all the responsibility for whatever we receive from Him. And that's just not biblically accurate. It's not true. It's not true. There's a Godward sign and a manward sign to every battle and every victory. As I conclude today, I want to mention this this one thought, this one thought, there are two ways that healing comes. And, and just got to understand that. And this is just kind of a foundational thing about healing from God. Healing comes two ways. First of all, healing comes through the sovereignty of God. Secondly, healing comes through the grace of God. Healing comes from the sovereignty of God. That is, God initiates the healing and we receive it. And then uh, healing comes through the grace of God. That's, that is what we initiate. That is, we start the healing process. With the sovereignty of God, God starts the process. With the grace of God, we start the process, okay? What do you mean? So healing through the sovereignty of God is spiritual gifts. That is, God initiates the healing. Healing coming through the grace of God, by faith in God's word, we initiate, see? So see, people get the two mixed up, and then healing for many becomes confusing. Real quickly, Healing through spiritual gifts. See, God initiates the healing. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 through 11. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but the one and same Spirit works all these spiritual gifts, distributing to each one individually as He will. So there's healing through gifts of the Spirit. That's the sovereignty of God. Now, then that happened in Jesus' ministry frequently. Listen to the healing, the gifts of healings in Jesus' ministry, Matthew 4, 23, Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame, verse 24, Matthew 4, his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Verse 25, Matthew 4, great multitudes followed him from Galilee, from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. And Jesus healed them. See, that's the, that's the gifts of healings coming into manifestation after, after Jesus received, as a man, the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 8, 16 and 17, New Living Translation. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command, and he healed all that were sick. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, He took our sicknesses and removed our diseases again. Uh, he, many people were ministered to, and it says he healed all who were sick. When the New Testament says that about Jesus' ministry, it's talking about gifts of healings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matthew 9, 35. Jesus traveled all through the towns and villages of that area. <coughs> Excuse me. Teaching in all the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. See, that was the manifestation of the gifts of healings. Matthew 12, 9. Then Jesus went over to their synagogue. Verse um, 
10, where he noticed uh, a man with a deformed hand. The Pharisees asked Jesus, does the law permit a person to work healing on the Sabbath? They were hoping that he would say yes so they could bring charges against him. He answered, if you have a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you want to pull it out? Of course you would. Verse 12 of Matthew 12, and how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Verse 13, then he said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored just like the other one. So again, the then the Pharisees called a meeting to plot how to kill Jesus. They were upset because Jesus healed people. What kind of spirit was dominating them? It wasn't the Holy Spirit, was it? It was a religious devil. Verse 15, but Jesus not knew what they were planning. So he left that area and many followed him. He healed all the sick among them. Again, that's gifts of, uh, that's gifts of healings. And so gifts of healings, um, they work today. Uh, God uses me in the gifts of healings. And many times when that gift manifests, I can pray for people with any. For me, it works in the area of stomach problems, gastrointestinal issues. I mean, all the way from the esophagus all down. And you know what? I have people come back and tell me they were healed. It's just amazing how it works. Uh, so again, there, are, there is healing that God initiates. That's the gifts of healings. Then there's the healing that man initiates. And uh, again, we'll, we'll talk when we come back about the healing that we initiate, which is healing by the grace of God. Anything that Jesus did on the cross is the grace of God. So you know what? Anything we receive from God by grace, it's received through faith. And we have to exercise the faith to receive God just won't throw it on us independent of our choice. So there's healing by spiritual gifts. God initiates it. There's healing by the grace of God we initiate. If you need healing today, you need a touch from Jesus. You know what? You get into the Word of God, increase your faith, ask God to heal you, friend. friend he will. We'll take this up next time. i got a lot to say. It's going to take us weeks to cover all that the Bible says about uh, the healing power of God working in you today. So Father, I pray for me and all of us. Help us to take the time in our busy life and schedule to put first things first. Help us to first of all seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so all these things can be added. Part of those things is healing. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you would move all of us to get into your word on a regular basis about divine healing so that we can prepare ourselves to receive the best that you have for us. In Jesus' name. Friend, I hope you have a healthy day, a God-blessed day. Looking forward to talking to you in the next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, If you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.